Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, February 17th, 2022. Stand up for your country. So Hillary Clinton back in the news cycle. That's interesting. Uh, She's kind of popped out of wherever she was hiding. And now people are talking about her again. Should Joe Biden be nervous? We're going to get into all that. But first, the talking points memo on Hillary Clinton. So uh, as you probably know, the special counsel, John Durham, working for the Justice Department, announced last Friday, six days ago, that there was spying on the Trump Tower and the White House by a software company hired by the federal government who was involved, which was involved, probably more grammatically correct, with the Clinton campaign. So I believe that's a fact, that the Clinton campaign was trying to monitor Trump transmissions on social media and on the Internet in general in order to dig up dirt and damage Donald Trump. That's a felony. Now, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, as so many other commentators do. We're not going to speculate. This is a no speculation zone. I don't know if John Durham can prove it. I do know that he alleges it. So the Hillary Clinton campaign has some splaining to do, as Ricky Ricardo once said. But Mrs. Clinton is defiant. Here's what she tweeted. Quote, Trump and Fox are desperately spinning up a fake scandal to distract from his real ones. So it's a day that ends in Y. The more his misdeeds are exposed, the more they lie. For those interested in reality, here's a good debunking of this latest nonsense. And as you re- reported yesterday, as you might know, the uh, left-wing press is either ignoring the Durham allegations or trying to debunk it. I don't think there's anybody trying to investigate it, which is what should happen. But no, we all know what's going on with the corrupt corporate media. Now, I heard a number of people say uh, Hillary Clinton did it. She paid for the information, bogus information, as it turns out, against Donald Trump. Don't do that. All right, because that lessens the credibility of the allegation. It's the Hillary Clinton campaign. We don't know whether Hillary Clinton was involved or not, because oftentimes the person who's running doesn't know what the people behind them are doing. Richard Nixon didn't know that the plumbers were going to break into the Watergate Hotel and try to tap the DNC way back in 1972. However, when he found out, he lied about it, tried to cover it up, and that's why Nixon had to resign. So we don't know what Hillary Clinton's involvement was. We have to wait, not speculate. That rhymes. Wait, not speculate. Because look, if you want to be a credible source of information, and I believe I am, all right, I think I've proven that over 25 years of doing news analysis, you can't outkick your coverage, as they say in football. You have to go where the evidence leads you. And so many people don't do that today. Because it's, it's more shocking and exciting to accuse, accuse, accuse without any backup. And you don't need backup anymore. 
even in the uh, network news or the cable news, you don't need to back anything up. You just throw it out there. We don't do that. But I will say it's a serious situation. Durham uh, is going to take his time. I don't expect it, you know, shortly. But he's got something here. And uh, the timing of it is going to be very interesting because Hillary Clinton, I believe, does want to run for president in 2024 and senses that Joe Biden will not be able to do that. And that is the memo. So where is Joe Biden today? Well, he went to Cleveland to talk about infrastructure. Uh, Why? Uh, Nobody cares about this. It's a total waste of the taxpayer dollars to get on Air Force One and fly out there. For what reason? I'll tell you what the reason is. To show Mr. Biden is robust, macho guy, in control. So look, he's going to Cleveland to talk about infrastructure. Won't get any coverage. Now, he did say again, I think for the 18th time this morning, that he thinks Putin's going to invade Ukraine. All right, look, that's his opinion. Um, he's got more intel than I have. I still am holding to my opinion that Putin will not do it because it's going to hurt Putin. And Putin, of course, lives his life for Putin. And it will hurt him if he doesn't. No doubt about it. He's got to know that. So I'm sticking, but I could be very wrong. Very, very wrong. If I am, obviously, I'm going to have to do a mea culpa to everybody. But anyway, Biden, every time Biden goes out or his security people go out, God, you're going to do it, do it. Um, stock market goes down 500 points. So don't do that, Joe. All right. You already told us what you think he's going to do. You don't need to do it again, 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 again. OK, so I don't can't see any way Putin goes in before Sunday, which is the end of the Olympics in China, because if he did, he'd hurt his new pal, Xi. The president of China, right? Just logic. Okay, what about Joe Biden and the court of public opinion? You see Berkeley Institute of Government poll. They asked 8,937 California registered voters whether they approve or disapprove of Joe Biden's job performance. 47% approve, 48% disapprove. Now, that is incredible because California is the most liberal state in the union. And I don't think it's close. Oregon would probably be second. Illinois, third. New York, fourth. Massachusetts, fifth. That's kind of the ranking. California leads the league in radical leftist thought. And for most of the folks out there to go, I don't like Biden. don't like what he's doing. That is a sign of the times. Another poll, all right? Morning consult. And this poll, the methodology looks like it's fair. Republican 35, Democrat 36, Independent 29. How would you rate President Joe Biden on handling COVID? On handling COVID. Excellent or good, 39. Fair, poor, 57. And the biggest number is poor, 41%. So COVID is haunting Joe Biden. And to be fair, uh, Biden hasn't done anything about COVID. And Fauci, where's Fauci? Seen him lately? I haven't seen him. Not around. 
Something happened. Okay, he's kind of, maybe he's on vacation. Maybe he's quarantining. But I haven't seen Fauci around. I don't know where he is. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. Ukraine update. Um, I wish I could tell you, but I can't. And, and once again, you know, Putin is a guy who wants power. He's already won. Even if he doesn't invade, you know, he can say, all right, for the... Good of world peace, I'm not going to invade. But I should. I'm justified. But for the good of the world, I won't. That's how he gets out of it. If he wants to get out of it. But he is going to, that Russian economy is going to get hammered if he goes in there. All right, COVID update. Um, Studies, and I know some of you don't believe any of the studies. I know that. Um, Say 73% of Americans are now immune to COVID. This is from the Institute for Health Metrics. Wow. Uh, The problem with it is, do I believe that 73% of Americans are immune to COVID? I don't know. I have no blanket idea. But the problem is that immunity wanes and new variants circulate. So, all right, you still got to be careful. So I was at Madison Square Garden last night watching the Knicks explode. Uh, They were ahead almost 30 points and they lost. But it was close proximity in the garden. And I I wouldn't say I was nervous, but, you know, a lot of people want to shake my hand. and I'm very flattered. I just fist bump them. Okay, that's what I do. And, you know, it was close quarters there. But you got to live. But you got to be careful, too. Uh, okay. COVID two-week change, cases down 68% as I predicted they would be. Okay, another poll. Are you tired of the polls? Um, but they're pretty interesting today. This is, again, morning consult. And it asked, which of the following comes closest to your opinion? The Republican Party should continue to focus on former President Donald Trump's claims of election fraud in 2020, 23% of uh, the registered voters polled want that to continue. 64% do not. And only 37% of Republicans said Donald Trump should continue to pound election fraud. So this reconfirms what I have been telling President Trump myself and that I believe for a long time. You look 
ahead. You look ahead if you want to be president again. Okay? So right now, some of the polls show if the election were held tomorrow, Trump would beat Biden. And he beat Hillary or whoever the Democrats throw up there. But he could do better, Donald Trump could, if he would stop with the election of 2020. But I'm not saying he should reject his opinion. His opinion is the election was a fraud. He has a perfect right for that opinion. If I were him, I would simply say, I believe the election of 2020 was a fraud. And if I am reelected, I am going to appoint a special investigation by the Justice Department to look into all the things that I think happened. So that's what should have happened right away. But that way, Donald Trump could get hard data about alleged election fraud and would have the resources to do it. And and I think the American people would want to know the truth. I certainly do. But to continue to harp on it when he has a record of achievement, and even if you don't like Donald Trump, you can't say that his policies were bad for the country. They were not. They were basically good. And one of the uh, facts of my statement that Trump's policy was basically good was the southern border. So in the last year, of Donald Trump's um, administration, 450,000 foreign nationals were encountered by the Border Patrol, 450,000. In the first year of Joe Biden, 2 million. Jumps from 450 to 2 million. Why? Because Trump had finally gotten the Remain in Mexico policy whereby people who applied for asylum, or had some other legal beef that they wanted to stay here, were sent back to Mexico while their cases were adjudicated and then called back to USA when there was a hearing. It's good policy, right? But that policy took Donald Trump years to get. And on the history tour, I asked him about that. Go. Representatives from Mexico came in and I handed them a list and they smiled also. They said, no, I'm sorry, we're not going to do any of these. I said, here's what we're going to do. If this isn't approved by Monday, this was a Wednesday. If this isn't approved by Monday, we're going to put a 25 percent tariff on every single thing that you sell into the United States, including cars, because, you know, they took they took 32 percent of our automobile manufacturing business over the course of 20 years, 25 years. So it was very interesting, though, the response. So they wouldn't even think about doing it. Nobody thought it would be possible. I would say I got the approval in about two seconds. (laughs) They looked at me and they said, we'd love to do it. Now, Trump has a pretty good grasp of facts. Okay, now I showed you that clip because tonight, Thursday, all right, at 8 p.m., BillOReilly.com premium and concierge members can see uh, the highlight reel of all four Trump history shows. We put it together. We're streaming it from 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight to midnight 
Monday in honor of President's Day weekend and because we like you. Now, if you are not a premium member or concierge, remember to BillOReilly.com. And remember, you get it free if you are, okay? There's a small fee to see it. It is worth your time. So we've cut it. It's a highlight reel of a, a lot of different subjects, but you will see a totally Donald, different Donald Trump. Totally different than what he does in his rallies and what he does with the press on the news shows. He is totally different. He is very specific about, and that's what he did. He told Obrador, the Mexican president, look, you don't put the Mexican army on the southern border with the USA and on the northern border with Guatemala, Guatemala's northern border, if you don't do that and stop this amazing flow of migrants toward the USA, we're going to slap a big tariff on everything and your economy will go into recession. So Obrador, what, he didn't have any choice. He had to do it. But has that been reported by the news agencies? No. I had never heard that specificity before. I knew that he did it, but I didn't know exactly how much it was and how fast he got it done. Now, we got a hundred more of those on every topic you can imagine on this uh, Trump History Tour stream. Okay, so again, tonight, Thursday, February 17th, 8 p.m. till Monday, midnight. And I hope you do watch it. And if you do, let me know what you think. Okay, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. All right, let's go to violent crime and get some new stats out. All right, so we don't have the 2021 last year stats yet. Um, this is from the Centers for Disease Control, these stats. Now, why would the Centers for Disease Control put out stats about violent crime? The reason is it is now considered a public health threat. Violent crime. Isn't that interesting? All right. So the CDC, in combination with the FBI, they say there was a 30 percent increase in the U.S. murder rate between 19 and 2020. That was Trump. And I talk about violent crime with Trump in the in the show. OK, that was Trump up 30 percent. Now, we don't know from 20 to 21 what the increase is yet, but I'm going to predict it's up more than 50 percent. That's how bad it is. So in 2020, 388 Americans per 100,000 of us were victims of violent crime, 388. And that was a big jump. The worst year, modern year for violent crime in the USA was 1991. 758 Americans were victims then out of 100,000. So Last year, well, I'm sorry, in 2020, was 388, but in 1991, it was 758. So why am I telling you this? The reason 1991 was the most violent year on record was because of crack cocaine. So the stats are amazing. Um, it was estimated that one in every 35 American adults was using crack cocaine. Uh, at some level. I don't believe that stat. I think that's way too high. But it was everywhere. Crack. And it's out there now. And uh, people were addicted to it. And they were desperate for it. And they were mugging. And they were 
uh, breaking into homes and cars and hurting people to get money to buy crack. That's what was happening in 1991 all over the place. So what happened? Well, states like New York passed draconian prison sentences for crack dealers. So you got a mandatory sentence uh, for a long time. And all of a sudden, the crack epidemic and the violence started to drop, significantly drop, because the crack dealers were being put in prison. Now, today, 2022, the far left says, oh, no. No, that was racist because most of the crack dealers were black. Now, crack was not in the white neighborhoods nearly as much as it was in the black neighborhoods. So, no, no, that's racist. So these incredibly dumb radical leftists would rather have Americans being the victims of violent crime than to incarcerate people who sell poison. And this started with Barack Obama. I blame him because he, for whatever reason, said that selling heroin, crack, meth, all of that was a nonviolent offense. If you've had a family member or a friend die from a drug overdose, you know selling that is not a nonviolent offense. It's poison. But Obama got out there, "Ah, you know, it's not violent. We shouldn't be putting these people away. And now, because of that philosophy, you can sell heroin and crack on the streets of New York City. You're not going to get bail. I mean, you'll get, they're not going to hold you. You'll be right back out selling. You just say to your customer, wait a minute, I'll be back in a few hours. You're going to take my picture in the police precinct and give me a ticket. But I'll be right back. So you just wait for me. You think I'm exaggerating? I'm not. That's what's happening. And so, correspondingly, violent crime is rising. And that is what's going on. Inflation. So by our calculations here, around about 10% when you add in everything, all the crazy stuff. Um, And it's annoying. And for people who don't have a lot of money, and I'm going to get to that in a moment, uh, it's devastating. So Joe Biden's out of Cleveland talking about infrastructure. Why isn't he talking about inflation? Why don't they have a plan to bring down inflation? So for you people who don't like liberal Democrats, this is a good thing, even though you're getting hammered and you're suffering, because this is going to lead to the Democratic Party's destruction in November. Inflation far and away, because people are suffering. Okay, so let's get to money matters in the USA. You hear about, oh, capitalism is so terrible. Oh, income inequality. Oh, 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 we're corrupt. Oh, we're corrupt. Tax the rich, pay their fair share. All of that propaganda. Okay. Here are the facts. You ready for the facts? If you have a pen and paper, you might want to write that. Fact number one, the average American household earns $68,000 a year. Expenditures for that household, 57,310. So you see, not a lot left over. 
20% of us have no savings at all. Nothing. We live from week to week on whatever money we can make. 31%, a third of the population, have less than $500 in savings. 65% of the population earns less than $100,000 a year. And there are 330 million of us. All right. So this is a working class country. It isn't fat cat, billionaire, yacht people. There are very few, and I'll get to it in a moment. I'll give you the stats. It is working class people trying to move up. But when inflation takes 10% of their take home away from them, it makes it impossible. One year ago, Trump had just left office. No inflation. Now, we've gone over why with the oil and the fossil fuels and all of that. Just think back. Now, if Donald Trump would get away from the crazy election stuff and run on his economic record, I predict he'd win, and he'd win handily against whoever the Democrats put up. Okay, here are the wealthy. Ready? Total number of millionaires in the USA, 21 million out of 330 million. Now, I would say that 70% of the 21 million inherited their money. People worth 50, 10 million, people worth 10 million, only 2 million of those, 50 million. Now, now we're getting to serious money, right? 90,000, $100 million, 30,000. So you can see it's infinitesimal. The wealth, the wealthy, there just aren't that many. Billionaires, Bernie Sanders' favorite people, billionaires, 788. That's it. Now, if you drive around Beverly Hills or Palm Beach, where I was last weekend, you're going to see wealthy people. You're going to see them. All right. But there aren't many. So all it is propaganda. Well, we're going to tax the rich. We're going to do this. We're going to all taxes are going to come down on the heads of the people earning sixty eight thousand dollars a year. The average American home. All right. So those are the facts. That's what is happening in America. We are a working class country. We work. We produce. And a guy like me from a working class home, even though my, my, both of my parents had college degrees, my mother was a, was a homemaker until I was a teenager. And my father had a very low-level accounting job. It wasn't a certified, it wasn't a CPA. He just worked in a firm. He didn't earn anything. Okay? So we had a working class home. But now I'm affluent because I worked my butt off and I got educated. And I paid for most of my education. I didn't borrow. I don't want anybody giving me free. I have never taken a dime from anyone but my grandmother, who forced me to. She'd give me 20 now and then. I took the money from her. I never took a dime from anybody else. Because I had a code. I'm going to make it on my own. All right? And I'm going to work so hard that I'm going to overcome all the obstacles. There are plenty of obstacles to making money. It's not easy. But you can do it in a capitalistic system. 
I did it. I'm the poster boy. And I pay my taxes. I tell my accountant, Swifty, they ask for it, you pay it. I don't want to get any beef with them. But I'll tell you what, New York State continues to raise prices. I might not be here. And tons of my friends have left, taken all their assets with them. New York State. Okay. Far left's in decline. Yay. Can we get a good cheer on that? San Francisco has booted three city council school board members. I'm sorry. Let me amend that. Booted three school board members. I'm not even going to tell you who they are because I don't care who they are. They would have booted the four others. There are seven on the uh, school board. But they couldn't by law because they weren't in office long enough. Now, why were they booted? They were booted by a recall election. The folks booted them. All right. Why? Because they wouldn't bring the kids back. So San Francisco um, said you can bring the kids back to school um, in September of 2020. But San Francisco Unified School District didn't do it because the unions didn't want the teachers going in. So therefore, 3,500 students in San Francisco, not a big city, by the way. You think it is, but it's really not. 3,500 students left, went to private school or homeschool. So that's number one. And number two, these nuts on the school board wanted to change George Washington High School, Abraham Lincoln Middle School. Let's take the names off it. So this is, and I predicted this would happen. Some of you doubted me. The far left has gone too far. The woke progressives have gone over the line. And if you can boot them out in San Francisco by recall, the folks, again, the folks did it. Okay, you can boot them out everywhere. In your neighborhood, you don't like what the school board is doing, you look into what you have to do to get them out. Okay, I'm happy about this story. Happy to report this to you. Okay, Seattle, another nutty, crazy place. And by the way, San Francisco and Seattle, beautiful places. And it gets me angry that they are destroyed. So you know what happened in Seattle after George Floyd. All law enforcement broke down. They took money away from police. They were occupied. It was all of this stuff. Now they have the highest violent crime in 14 years in Seattle. Okay, so the mayor, Bruce Harrell, says this. Go. The depleted staffing we see today does not allow us to react to emergencies and crime with the response times that our residents deserve. It does not allow us to staff the specialty teams we need for issues like domestic violence or DUI or financial crimes. Financial crimes that target our elderly. It does not allow us to conduct the thorough investigations we expect to make sustainable change. So he won't say the truth. Sustainable crimes are muggings. All right. That's what they are. Financial crimes that target the elderly. Financial crimes. That sounds like somebody with the white collar moving around some stock stuff. No. That's the elderly people going to the grocery store and somebody rips them off. That's what that is. So what do you think was going to happen, Seattle people? 
I mean, the police, they've lost 350 police officers in a year. Gone. Well, I would, would you work for the Seattle police? When they can't arrest anybody and they're getting abused all day long? And they don't have any money to do anything? So now Bruce Harrell, he's going to change it. We'll see. We'll see. Crazy California. Uh, government uh, budget proposes allocating $20 million for medical school students who sign a paper saying they will perform abortions. This is a Gavin Newsom, Governor Newsom thing. I don't know, Governor. If there is a hell, I, I don't know. Oof, oof. 16 states have given illegal aliens driver's license. Put them up there. California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, D.C., Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Utah. Utah, wow. Vermont, Virginia, Washington. They say they do it because they want people to have driving insurance, car insurance, okay? You give an illegal migrant a driver's license, they can vote, they can do everything else. There you go. That's what's happening. Board of Stats, I gave them to you earlier. So all I can tell you is $2 million. We'll have another $2.5 million this year because President Biden will not enforce immigration law. And that, to me, is an impeachable offense. Just saying. It's saying history, February 17th, 1801. The nastiest presidential election. It was worse than 2020. So Thomas Jefferson defeats John Adams. Okay? Because Adams is a kind of grumpy guy. I liked Adams. He's a tough guy in a Revolutionary War, but Adams didn't have much of a personality. So Jefferson beat him. Only problem is that Jefferson was running with Aaron Burr against Adams. And the electoral votes didn't differentiate between president and vice president. And whoever got the most electoral votes was president and second was vice president. Well, Burr and Jefferson tied. So it had to go to the House. And then Alexander Hamilton came in and said, hey, I like Tom. I like Tom. I don't like Aaron. And Jefferson won in the House. So Aaron Burr was really mad. And subsequently, in a duel, he killed Alexander Hamilton. So that happened 221 years ago today. Thomas Jefferson was elected the third president. Okay, right back with a good mail segment. I think it's good anyway. I hope it is. And then we will tell you in a final thought how hard your life is. Right back. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also 
also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. All right, let's get to the mail. Tim, concierge member. Bill, CNN has new owners. Why would they care about what happened in the past? There's no way to go but up for CNN. They would care because they're gonna have to pay millions and millions and millions of dollars because people like Chris Cuomo are suing them. And in those lawsuits, all kinds of corrupt things about CNN are going to become public. That's why they care and they will settle. David, another concierge member. Thank you, David. But when you speak of just how desperately the civil justice system needs to be revamped, how would this be done? We adopt the English system. Two things. Famous people, you're looking at one are not held to a higher standard in defamation lawsuits. We're like everybody else. Number two, you file a civil lawsuit and you lose, you pay the court costs. So that cuts down all these phony civil lawsuits. That's what we do. English system. William Tavarelli, Agora Hills, California. Bill, I'm a premium member. Love the No Spin News. My question is, does Donald Trump have any legal recourse over the Durham report, only if there are convictions. If people are convicted of crimes and he, you know, spying on Donald Trump, then he can move in. Charlie Mock, Tifton, Georgia. And Charlie says, go Braves. Nobody's playing yet, Charlie. Okay. The national debt's $30 trillion. Nobody cares. Please research and tell us exactly who we owe the money to. I don't have to research. So about... 25% of the debt is held by people who buy you U.S. bonds. 75% we owe ourselves. So we print money to pay Social Security, Medicare, all the entitlements, all the debt we run up, funding all these projects, free this, free that. We don't have enough money to do it, so we just print money. But it goes on the books as a debt. So we owe ourselves. Donald O'Connor, Winchenda in Massachusetts, it's clear in November. 
that the losing party will claim voter fraud. Why can't both parties sit down now and set up a system they both agree is legit? Because the states, David, control the vote. The feds don't. All 50 states control the vote in their own precinct. Susan. Yes, Mayor Adams in New York City is playing the race card. He's refusing to protect the black people of New York who are being harmed on a daily basis by crime. I got to give him a little more time. But he was whining about uh, race yesterday that he's being uh, scrutinized because he's black. And I thought that was not good. John, New York City keeps voting the same way, expecting different results. It's true. David. I've always liked the system in Singapore for handling drug offenders. My understanding is that anyone convicted of a hard drug offense goes to at least six months of rehab. 22 months, not six. Now, a judge has discretion that if you're a drug addict caught in the commission of a crime, you're going for a good amount of time to mandatory rehabilitation. Remember, there are no rights in Singapore. Police can drug test you anytime they want, even if you aren't criminally involved. You got dr- drugs in your bloodstream, you're charged, you go. Paul Brown, Chattanooga, Tennessee. I canceled the subscription of my local paper. I don't watch national news. I simply can't wait to 6 p.m. to watch what you say, O'Reilly. I appreciate that. A lot of people, Phil, are with you. You know you're getting jobbed, um, and you are. Okay, so Liz Miller, Tacoma, Washington. I bought two mugs, white and blue, and my brother, and I love them. Great coffee, cup, and well-made. This, this will last you the rest of your life. Right here. Stand up for your country. They're going fast. I want you all to get them. BillOReilly.com. Store. Okay, so uh, order my upcoming book, Killing the Killers, A Secret War Against Terrorists. You get a regret your 2028 vote absolutely free. Bumper sticker. You'll love this book. May 3rd, it will be out. Word of the day, do not be nugatory, N-U-G-A-T-O-R-Y, when writing to BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Final thought on uh, life is hard in a moment. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. 
Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. All right, let's go to the final thought of the day. Life is hard. You know it. I know it. We all know it. Bad things happen continually. They just happen. Annoying things. Sometimes they're little. Sometimes they're big. So we set up the concierge membership on BillOReilly.com where you can email me directly about anything you want. It's private. And then if it's a problem, I give it to my crack staff to research and we come up with an answer for you. Now, some of the concierge members, they're deep into conspiracy stuff and that's what they ask about. And I'm polite, but I don't live in that conspiracy world. But a lot of the concierge members, they got problems, finance, family, a whole bunch of stuff. All right, some have been ripped off. They don't know where to go. This is valuable. This concierge membership will enhance your life. It's not a lot of money. And if you upgrade from premium to concierge, you get a sign book from me. Not just a book, free, a sign book. Become a premium member, you get a free book, okay? So I once again recommend that you think it over, all right? If you trust this broadcast and you trust me as a human being, I will try to help you. All right. And we do have a crack staff lined up to do that, to give you honest information. And I'll tell you, if I can't do anything for you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Um, but we this service has been in motion, I think, two years now, really helped a lot of people. So I hope you check it out. Sunday column will be up at noon. Don't forget the Donald Trump streaming tonight through Monday. Got to see that. And we really appreciate you guys watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you soon.